Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. Today it's just me, but I got to tell you about the last few days. So um, over the last couple of years, so I wrote a book called Streams of Income, as you guys know, and I had a friend who is, um, well, he w- wasn't a friend then, he's a friend now. Uh, he is the development director for a missions organization, uh, an organization that assists missionaries, sends them out, trains them, provides them resources, he reached out to me and said he wanted to talk because he had some ideas and that's has sparked a friendship and I had not had not been able to uh, meet him in person until just on Monday of this week. And so that's that was, was super cool. And then he connected me with a missionary that's in the Philippines. Now, this gentleman and his family have been back here. Um, they were uh, coming back to the States right before COVID and got stuck here. And so they've been back here for three years and he and I have chatted and, you know, there's people in your life that you just feel like there's a connection there. You don't know exactly what it is, what it's going to turn into, but you just sense something, there's something there. And I've definitely felt that with these two gentlemen. I've talked to them numerous times over the last two years via Zoom and just bounce all kinds of business ideas back and forth, ways that I could uh, come alongside them, ideas for their ministry, how I could take my skill set and help them or just helping them flesh out things that they're uh, thinking about. And so in particular, uh, one of them has a, a school of ministry and thinking about how to make that online for them and create some type of a course with that. I've had multiple ideas uh, dealing with, um, you know, virtual missions trips and helping missionaries uh, earn ex- extra income, you know, starting businesses, creating side hustles that allow them to not have to be solely reliant on donations. So we've had all those conversations, but recently I reached out to them and said, I need to meet you guys in person. I just sense that things will just move faster if we can get together in person. So the the guy who's the missionary uh, said that he was going to be traveling to Italy much of September. And there was a short window of time that I could come and see both of them. And so, uh, you know, the the next opportunity would be November. And I just knew that's way too long. So I said, let's do it. I'm going to hop on a plane. I'm going to come see you guys. And we did. We spent two days. I brought um, along my friend, Stephen Hibbert, who has been a, a a guest on this episode or on this podcast with me numerous times. He and I have a lot of things brewing in the background uh, with uh, taking business to help ministry. And I believe that what I do is business. I believe that business already is a ministry, helping people, uh, providing services. That is spiritual. That is a ministry. That's awesome. I know that what I do with the Legends Group of helping people create uh, and make money online helping them to leave their jobs. That is certainly a ministry and I love it, but I've always sensed that I'm going to be doing more uh, practical, more um, intentional type ministry. Not that I'm going to leave business and go uh, start a church or start become a missionary or anything like that. I don't think that's happening. Um, But using my business skills to help spread the gospel, that's always been a desire of mine. And now I'm seeing more and more opportunities come before me where I can serve. And so I kind of just started, you know, taking that desire and started knocking on some doors. And so that's one thing I want to share with you today. I'll 
I'll get into the story of what happened the last couple of days, but really quickly, and let me make a side journey here is I know that you guys listening to me, there's things in your heart that you know you're supposed to do and you don't really know what to do with it. You're not sure those might be dreams that have been inside you for a while. They may be just, um, you know, interests that you have had or connections with people that you've had and you're just not quite certain what it all means, what's going to come of all of it. I'd say that is okay. I think um, what I would tell you to do is we've mentioned this on this podcast before action brings clarity. So just start taking some action, start exploring those interests, those desires that you have. So let's say, for example, you came to me and you said, Ryan, I really do feel like someday I'm going to be in missions. I don't know when, where, anything like that. I'd say just start the process. I'd say talk to a missionary. I'd, try, I'd say talk to a mission sending organization and just say, hey, I, I kind of feel like someday I'm going to become a missionary and I don't know anything about what that's like. Just start that ball rolling, start knocking on some doors, start sending emails, make a phone call, have a meeting with somebody, set up a coffee meeting with somebody that's in the field that you're thinking about or is doing what you're uh, what you think you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, as you start taking those steps, more and more clarity will will uh, appear. And it's just like when you're driving a car and you got your headlights on and it's uh, dark at night, you can't see a mile down the road. You can just see what's right in front of you. And so that's many times what life is like. You are, you know, you're heading a certain direction. You know, you're heading to this destination. You know, someday you're going to do this or, you know, since you've been a little kid, you've had such and such a desire and you don't know when that's going to happen, how that's going to happen. I would say start taking action towards those things. I mean, not like necessarily telling everybody you're doing something new and quitting your job and doing something new, but just exploring when uh, if somebody is running for office, many times they will start an exploratory committee. They will. Um, I remember this, actually, the guy I was working for when he was running for governor back in Indiana. I remember a time before he announced where he was making phone calls to um, potential donors and just getting advice from people. Like if I made this decision, would you support me? Do you think this is a good idea? Uh, just asking for wise counsel. And so do the same thing, whatever bit you have, whatever desire that you have. And you are like, I want to, you know, I want to do something towards it. I don't want to just sit around and wait forever. Um, you know, there may be a certain time when that just the timing is going to happen. God's going to open the doors at the right time. But start making those connections, start doing something with that, because I, I honestly think many times God's waiting on us, that he has given us a, a dream, a desire, and somebody is waiting on the other side of our obedience. And so I don't want him waiting on me. I don't want him to say, man, you could have accomplished so much more if you just would have taken some steps. And I think, you know, God has given us a brain. We are smart. He's given us, uh, you know, he, he's our wisdom and he can give us ideas on how to make things happen. But just use your own brain. Think about, you know what? I have this desire. I'm going to do something about it. Uh, I'm going to be taking those steps, knocking on those doors all the while you're listening to the Holy Spirit. It's not like you're doing something crazy, massive action until you know that timing's right. But just start making those connections. And so I've done that the last couple um, last couple of years. I've had all kinds of conversations with pastors, people in ministry, just expressing my desire to use what I do in internet marketing, 
you know, building an email, email list, creating a website, having a lead magnet, having courses, having a membership community, having a podcast, having a YouTube channel, all that stuff. These are tools that helps me get my message out of streams of income. And so I know that the same things that I'm doing in my business right now, ministries can do and will increase just their reach and help them reach more people. So that is a desire I've had. And so rather than just waiting around completely, just waiting for God um, and doing nothing, I've started just making those connections, having Zoom calls, and just start knocking on those doors to see which ones open. And so the last couple of days have been amazing because I've gotten some clarity on, I think, what a, a direction I need to go. And um, and I, I don't have a full picture by any means. I'm talking to more people and just trying to decide, you know, what it looks like. Um, I've had a desire for short-term missions for a while. I know, as you know, if you're a listener to this podcast, um, I told you about my brother-in-law who passed away in July. He and my sister-in-law have an orphanage in Guatemala. So now I'm the president of the board of that organization. So stepping into that new role, and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm honored to do that. And I think anything that I do to help that ministry will equip me to help other ministries. So those are some of the things that Stephen and I are working on. Um, we have an idea for a podcast network for ministers, pastors. Uh, if your pastor does not have a podcast, your church doesn't have a podcast. If somebody that you know, um, it's a minister, they're traveling minister, maybe they're evangelist or um just anybody that has that Christian message and they need a podcast and they don't know what to do, or maybe their podcast needs some help, um, let me know because I feel like that we can help them reach more people with that spoken word. And so when we were, uh, Stephen and I uh, went to uh, visit with these two gentlemen, um, the first day we had uh, alone time with uh, our, our friend who's the missionary to the Philippines. And I just, we were saying, hitting, sitting in Starbucks and talking about what he does, what his ministry is like. He's built an amazing team. The fact that he's been able to be here in the U.S. for the last three years and everything he started is still running is an amazing testament to him and his wife for building up that team of people. Um, and he said, you know, guys, I'm not a businessman at all. And But he did exactly what you need to do in business. You know, it's like that old saying, you know, if you are... Um, if you can walk away from your business and it still runs, you have a business. If you can't, if you walk away from your business and it stops, then you essentially just have a job. And there's nothing wrong with it. But just know, what are you trying to build? He's always been uh, aware of the fact that he wanted to uh, essentially work himself out of a, quote, job. He didn't want to be there on the ground all the time and all those folks there in the Philippines where he's working be dependent on him and American money. He's wanting to raise up people in the Philippines to do and to continue the work so that he can then focus his attention on other, thing that, on other things that God has called him to do. But then in that whole organization, be up here, be the head of that, be the dreamer, be the vision guy. And that's what we are as entrepreneurs. If you have a business, the CEO is the person at the top. You have the vision. You have the dream. And you can do it all at yourself at the beginning. And that's usually what happens. But at some point, you will hit a cap to where nothing else will happen. You can't grow anymore. And we've talked about that on this episode with regard to outsourcing. When I had my VA, Zek on, we talked about to what outsourcing looks like and how there is a cap on your business. There's a cap on your ministry if you're trying to do it all by yourself. And so... 
building that team out and he's done an excellent job. But we asked him, um, I just simply was thinking, you know what? Because Stephen and I can talk ideas all the time. We can throw out a bunch of ideas at, at people and say, you know, you could you could do this. You could do this. You could do this. But we didn't want to come there and have these meetings and say, you know, just explode and vomit out ideas. Um, they're already they already have a lot going on. So I said, what is your dream? His name's Eric. I said, Eric, what is your dream? And he thanked us for asking that question because as we were talking, and this just helps with getting getting around somebody else who asks you these questions. That kind of is kind of like what a coach does. You know, a coach just starts asking you questions that allow you to think. Um, you know, we are so busy with our day-to-day lives, so busy doing what we do every day that it's nice to have somebody come alongside and just ask specific questions. And it gets us to think in a different way. It gets us to think outside the box. And so I asked him, what is your dream? And he just started sharing stuff that he said he's never shared with anybody else besides his wife about some of the dreams that the Lord's placed on his heart for the country of the Philippines and his ministry. And so I think um, that was so cool. Just the fact that he was able to, you know, not be so much in his ministry, but to think outside of it and to think bigger and to just dream and to say, you know what, I want to do this. I'd love to do this. These are some things I'd love to do. And so that was awesome. Like one of the things that I love to do and Think about, as I'm talking about this, think about some of the things that just come natural to you. Think of some of the things that are fun for you to do. Uh, think of the things that you do, um, especially with uh, with and for other people that just like the time just, you know, passes by and you are energized after that. So for me, one of those things is I really enjoy getting on Zoom calls with business owners and now, now missionaries and, and pastors and helping them think through ways to grow their business, ways to grow their ministry. Um, I believe that um, the Lord has gives me good ideas for people. Um, and just the fact that I'm another person looking on the outside of what they have going on, I can provide a different perspective that they don't see. I know I, I've mentioned on this podcast before too, and my friend Brian Dixon has said, uh, we can't read our own label. And so we get so focused on our own life, our own business, our own ministry, that many times we just can't see what others see on the outside. And so it helps to bring in another person to be able to ask some questions. So I asked him, what is your dream? And it kind of like, wow, freed him up to really think like, you know what? You know, we serve a big God, you know, it's, uh, we, he's, ha- he's got an awesome ministry, but he has other things on his heart that if he feels God has placed in him. So just that question is that, uh, you know, gave him permission to dream back. And this is on the very front of my website, uh, back in September of 2009, the Lord, uh, gave me the idea or essentially, you know, told me that I'm going to be used by him to help people dream again, to give people permission to dream. I feel like as adults, especially adults, um, we can lose that because life gets in the way. Life circumstances happen. You, you get married, you have a family, and 
you start to think, you know, what's more practical? You know, this job is more practical than risking it being an entrepreneur. This move is more practical because of this. But you know, deep inside, there are things inside you that are still yet to come, that are still yet to happen, that you just can't shake them. Maybe you forgot about them. Maybe now me talking is bringing these things up to you. So let me encourage you to dream again. I give you permission right now, and I've talked about this before, um, but it's just a recurring theme in my business and when I talk to people, is I want you right now, I give you permission to dream. Now give yourself permission to dream. So right now, as you're listening to this, what is that thing that you know you're supposed to do? Maybe it's just a desire you've had for a long time and you've kind of put it on the shelf. You're not really sure what to do with it. Um, Start today to take action towards that. That could be as simple as, okay, and here's a fun way to look at this. If I... If all I had to do was that dream, if like if all my bills were paid, I didn't have to work, like if I could focus my most of my life on this thing, what would be that next step you would do? So it might be finding out just more information about it. Is there anybody else that's already doing this thing? Um, just go do some internet research. What, um, you know, are there organizations that are already doing this that you can reach out to? Somebody that's already doing this. Is there a book on it? Is there a course on it? Is there just, what is that next step that you think that if I was heading this direction, I would start making, and these could be baby steps, guys. It doesn't have to be like some massive action. What are the baby steps that I would do to learn more about this, to explore this idea? What is that for you? Take some action. Start talking to folks, and that will give you some clarity on where the desire and the dream that you have aligns with the need. Think about the people you might want to serve. Another way to look at this is, who do you want to serve? Who do you feel called to serve? Well, just talk to some of those ideal people. Get in. Maybe it's a Facebook group that you get into. So let me just say, hypothetically, you feel like um, God has called you to um, encourage women. Maybe you are a therapist and you um, want to, you're doing one-on-one things um, with people. You have clients, but you want to take do more group coaching. Um, you're not sure where to start. Um, and you are just trying to figure out where, where do my people hang out? So who are the people you're trying to reach? Where do they hang out online and off? Just get in front of them and just start serving them. Answer questions. So a Facebook group's an easy way to do that. Look for Facebook groups in the niche that is what your desire is, that meets, you know, that or that where your people would be. Find those groups and just start answering questions. That'll give you some clarity. That'll give you some confidence because as you answer those questions, people respond back. Wow, that was a great answer. That's awesome. I want to know more. People will private message you and ask questions. That'll give you confidence. And they're like, wow, I can really help people in this area. That'll give you some idea on where to move forward. So guys, all to say is just start taking some action in that direction of where you feel God has called you to go. Here's another way to look at it too, or just another exercise that you could do that I think will really help you. you. So on the plane back home yesterday, I just, uh, I like being on an airplane because it's like, allows me to focus um, and I can pull out my, my notebook and just start taking notes on some things. But 
Now, I wrote down these things, and I'll just be up front and candid with you guys, and I'll just read some of these things that um, I wrote down about where I sense um, some of my energy and efforts might go towards this um, idea of taking my business skills, my uh, internet marketing skills to help spread the gospel. And I just thought, okay, I and I wrote these things down. I help ministers, missionaries dream again. I help ministries grow with creative solutions. I'm always thinking creative ideas, I think, outside the box. So I just wrote that down. I help ministries reach more people. And when I say that, I was thinking of, you know, through courses, through membership communities, through membership sites, through having a podcast. I was thinking through social media. And by the way, Stephen and I are building these exact things out. We already have some clients with uh, helping them build out their membership. We have a, we're starting a podcast network for people, especially in ministry that want to start a podcast or already have a podcast and want to reach more people with it. Uh, we already have a social media service where we are uh, connecting VAs um, primarily in the Philippines right now with people in business that want to not have to think about social media so much. And so uh, essentially what I'm doing, I'm creating content every week with my podcast. I have a VA that chops that up and distributes that, that, distributes that out on social media for me. We could do the same thing for churches. You know, there's a, a pastor preaches every single week and they have content every single week. And many of them, many churches do have podcasts, but are they taking that content and spreading it out across Instagram, across Facebook, across LinkedIn? And these are things that I'm doing in my business. Of course, I have a team that does it for me, but we could do the same thing for churches. So it's an idea we're exploring. We already have one pastor that we're doing this with. Um, I help ministries, missionaries think outside the box. I free up ministers and missionaries so they can focus on what God has called them to do. That's a big part of the VA service that Stephen and I are doing, which is, um, you know, I, I feel like so many of us, uh, we're so work, working in our business rather than on our business. I had an episode last week with Eric Bussey where we talked about that very thing. He is now able to focus on his business and be up here rather than being in it all the time. And so he's the visionary guy. He can think of new ideas. He can make those connections. He can partner with new people. He can be open for new creative opportunities because he is not down in the business every single day. And so it's the same thing for people in ministry. You know, there's a ministry is work. It's much like a business. And they, you know, if you most most of the time, they should, at least should be ran like a business because you have a team, you have staff, you have payroll. It's very much the same like a business. Um, you have a marketing department. They might call it outreach. But even in ministry, you can get so focused inward that you can't think about the outside stuff. Or you get so bogged down with the daily tasks that you're not able to think outside. You're not able to think of new ideas, creative opportunities. And so I really feel like one of the things that I'm going to be able to do is free them up so that they can dream. So free them up so they can dream. So I wrote in here in my journal. Um, I believe this is as a result of the, my couple days uh, with these gentlemen. I believe I have a bit more clarity with regard to missions and how I can use uh, my business skills to spread the gospel. And so I just wrote these down here. I love to encourage. I love to help people dream again. I love to refresh others. And so I've always had a, a desire for doing short-term missions, and I've done some. 
I've uh, been down to Guatemala at the orphanage uh, about five times, I believe. And so I've done several things like that. And I've been on some other trips, went to Mexico with my brother-in-law back in 20 or 2007. Um, we built bunk beds. Of course, I was his helper. He was the he was a um, really, really great with building furniture. Um, I have no business doing that at all. I used to sell furniture, but I cannot build furniture. But I helped him with uh, you know, his basic uh, basic stuff. Um, now, that would not be a missions trip for me, though, going and building. I know some missions trips go and build houses and do you know, humanitarian things like, you know, uh, just, you know hard, like manual labor stuff, uh, handyman type stuff. Not my thing. I am. Uh, you don't want me anywhere near a hammer. So I'm thinking about what does a short term missions trip look like for me? So I, I could sense that I would go and maybe do a business workshop for people in my, you know, people on my email list that maybe live close, maybe just helping people start a business, think about business. Again, I don't know what this looks like, but let me just share with you more here. Um, I could do a session with ministers and missionaries to help them dream again, like a dream workshop, just, you know, helping them just to uh, get away from your ministry, get away from the people that you're serving for a second. And let's just get clear on, or let's help you think and help you dream again and give them encouragement and permission to dream again. I love to sit down with people one-on-one. Um, as soon as I, you know, if I meet people out and about and they tell me about what they do, I'm already thinking about business ideas for them. Now, I always I don't always share it because, you know, it might be seem weird, <laughs> but uh, I am thinking about business ideas for people all the time. I would love to sit down with these ministers, these missionaries, one-on-one if there's time and just to think about with them, help them brainstorm, help them go through, think of, ask them, what are your dreams? And then go a step further. And I would love to have the funds when I felt led to be able to say, you know what? You said you just needed new chairs for your sanctuary. Here's $5,000 to be able to do that. Or help them with come up with a creative solution to get to that. Help them with a business idea or just whatever that might be. But not just stopping at helping them dream and helping them think, but helping them come up with a solution or a path forward to actually see that happen. So I th- put a, you know, a missions trip that combined things like a, a business workshop or an outsourcing workshop to help free them up. Because we have VAs now that can work with pastors. So I know a VA could work with a missionary to take things off their plate um, and help them to dream. Um, a dreaming session. I could even preach a little bit. I would love, you know, I love to eat. So one of the things we did over the last couple of days was, you know, trying some new restaurants with these these gentlemen. And, you know, I could see myself going to a country and uh, blessing that missionary with, a you know, a nice, really nice meal. You know, maybe even putting them up in a nice hotel, uh, giving them a couple of day break just to rest and refresh. And of course, yeah, if I bring my family with it, we're going to do some fun stuff, travel around. So, you know, I don't know what this looks like. I don't know how soon these things are going to happen. But, you know, I could easily reach out to some friends I mind and say, you know, I have a desire to do something like this. Do you know a missionary that would enjoy this, that I could serve? And so even this, the fact that I don't really know what it looks like, how soon it could happen. I feel like if I just put some, you know, put out some calls out there that uh, something like this could happen pretty quickly. And it may not be like, you know, the thing I do forever, but at least would give me some clarity is was this good? Was this uh, a successful trip? Was this valuable to them? Did it serve a need? Do I want to do more things like this? And so, you know, just taking those actions will bring clarity to everything. And so I guess I would just wrap up today and say, 
all of us have dreams, we have desires, we have things in our heart that we know we're supposed to do. And you may not know what it looks like. You may not know how to get there. You may not know when. You may not even know why. But you it's something you can't shake. So I'd say just today, start taking some actions, even if it's small. Reach out to somebody. Find people that you think you're going to serve and just start serving them. Do something today to see that come to pass because as you do as you do one thing doors will open as you make one connection somebody will introduce you to somebody else and then that connection may be the thing that opens up a larger door for you, you walk through that then you get connected with somebody else or you go on this trip or you just do this thing um it will happen a as you take action clarity will come and you will essentially walk right into what god has called you to do he will open those doors I always pray, my, my wife prays this, that God, that I pray that you will close the doors that uh, that no man can open and open doors that no man can shut. We want his will for our lives. I, I don't believe that, you know, unless God says, tells you just to wait right here and do nothing. I believe for the most part, there are things that we can and should be doing to see those dreams on our heart become a reality. So whatever it is, just take some small step today towards that. And so I love you guys. I pray for you. Let me know how I can help you. If you if this struck a chord in you and you uh, need some direction, feel free to email me, ryan at ryanrieger.com. I'm here to help. I really do believe that one of my things, one of my tasks or assignments here on earth is to help people dream again. And because, you know, I think about this, if, you know, we all do what we're supposed to be doing, then man, we'll change the world because you have a gift. You have a gift that the world needs. You have a gift that I don't have. You have a way of saying something that I don't say, even if we're in the exact same niche, even if you started up a, an Amazon group teaching people how to make money on Amazon, you're going to have, it's going to be a different take on it. It's just going to be a different group because you're different and you bring different gifts. You bring different skill sets to the table and we need your gift. The world needs your gift. So don't sit back and just wait Unless, I, unless you know for sure that's what God's told you to do. But I believe that there are things that all of us can be doing every day to explore his will in our lives. And as we take those steps, you know, God can't direct a parked car. As we start, as we get in that car and we start driving towards the direction that we think we should go, God will direct that car. Just trust him to put you in the right place at the right time. Trust on his favor. Trust that he's going to open those doors that, um, that you need to go through. And that he'll bring along to you, to your path, those people that will come alongside you and help make that dream a reality. So love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.